Hey everybody, this is the Gloves Are Off Sports Podcast. This is my broadcast colleague, Jim Bruno. And I'm Jim Drumheller. Today we'll be talking about the end of the Flyers. Well, it's not officially over, it might as well be. We'll be talking WWE Fastlane results. We'll be talking UFC 209 results. And we'll be talking about Jim's favorite subject. Free agency, Eagles baby. free agency. <laughs> so, let's get right into it with the uh, Flyers. They are right on the edge here. Jim, I believe at this point. We can just have Vicky put in the taps or on the bugle right, right here. Yeah. <laughs> it, that, that's pretty much where we're at with them. It, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and it, it it's very saddening. I mean, the additional Fulpula helped. But they were too Team far gone. Scoring again, they weren't too far gone at that point because right after they got them, they got real close. Man. They got within three points, man. They got real close, and then. They're in a situation now where, like, you'll go into Pittsburgh and smash them for nothing, and then play a Devils team that lost ten in a row and lose six to two. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Dickhead. Exactly. It, <laughs> Dickhead. And you gotta wonder how it's such an important game. You get some momentum going, and you go out there and put a performance in like that. I don't think it's the players anymore. See, I disagree. I think you had some players squawking a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they they know what's going on in that locker room. We really don't. No. Um, I mean, Hackstall's kind of learning on the job. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's two years in now. These, these two years, but still, it takes a little while. You know? Yeah, about two years. <laughs> uh, two full years, so right. next year they'll be good. Yeah, well, I, that'll be unemployed. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. This isn't uh, Snyder controlling the team or whatever. No, it's Hackstall. He it's will Hextall. hang you. He's going to give his guy that he brought in just a little bit of time. He did. Two years. Nah, that's not enough. I think what you need to do this off season, and I know you're gonna fucking jump across the bar and try to choke me, but you gotta trade Giroux. Why? Get something back from him. You need. It's gonna take something big like that to get this team going in the direction that you want. See, maybe it's a couple of prospects. Maybe it's you know a, a little bit of an older guy or a veteran guy and a couple of prospects. Whatever you Giroux, get back for Giroux, you get a top line center. Okay. Because he's one of the best centers in the league, and he just doesn't play like it. No, he does. No, he's he's by that he's that by title. All right. I mean, really, dude, like, look at his stats. Last five years, nothing but decline. Five Slight. years, Jim. Hey, it's a decline, dude. He also had hip surgery in the offseason. Ah, here we go with this. Excuse me. Every year, it's an injury with him. Oh, he's coming off of this. He's doing that. He had what, did he have a hernia last year or something. Yeah. I mean, what about the three years previous to that? that he's just been declining. He's good. It, it's He's declining off of an amazing season. Yeah, but... He's not even getting, like, he de- he had that amazing like season. He declined from that. Then he, did, he declined good. from that. Then he declined from that. So you, you keep going backwards. You're going the wrong way with him. It's time to, you know, get rid of him. Hey, if that's what you believe, I don't want to stop you from being wrong. Uh, <laughs> Where do you see the off season? I don't think you have any, either him or Voracek. Somebody's got to go. Yeah, you can't get rid of Voracek. He's your leading point scorer. 
then I guess it's pretty obvious. You can't get rid of Giroux either. No, you can. You can't. You won't. You can. We'll You're see about that. Giroux and Voracek, meanwhile, have picked up their games. <laughs> playing well. Um, <laughs> Phil Foy has been good. Jordan Wheel came up from the Raffle injury mm-hmm. and has played really well. He's a good little speedy guy. Uh, you know, he's, he's not going to get a whole lot of goals for you, but he's generating scoring chances. That's what you need. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's that's what you have. There's no shortage of goals from this team anymore. Well, you know what it is, Jim? It's, you look at the stat line, you see one night they score six goals. Yeah. Great. But then they score one the next three games. Yeah. No, you don't really there's see that no, There's no consistency is, my, is the, the problem. The team's not consistent at all. It's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Dickhead. Yep. That's the thing, though. Is that a player thing or is that a coaching thing? I think it's the effort. Uh, effort I, from the players. I really do. I don't. When you get four to I mean, four shots and you get one goal, it's not. Claude Drew making nine million dollars a year, right? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, uh, you make eight. Okay, I'm sorry, eight. Poor guy. After this, we'll start a GoFundMe page for Claude Drew we to will. get that extra million. Yeah. Point being is, you don't need a coach to be in your ear saying, "Hey, man, you got to play hard." No, you need to do it yourself for eight million dollars a year in this in this game. Right, but he is playing hard. It's not. It's not enough. It's not showing. Uh, we'll try watching a few games there, and maybe you'll see it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> stats don't tell the whole story. No, they never do, and I agree with that. You get 44 shots, and you only get one goal. Sometimes we're in a situation where, you know, the goalie's just on that night. I get it. I it get happens, it. you know. I mean, 44 it, shots is a good effort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the problem with that is the Flyers goalies, you know, they get 44 shots. That's fucking eight to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, hey. Mason likes a lot more shots. Yeah, they don't. Like, does not. Nope. <laughs> he doesn't see many from the bench, though, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, he'll see a few next year, I'll tell you that. Uh, over in Vegas. Yeah. He'll see uh, plenty of shots. I'll tell you what, if that works out to where he's the unprotected goalie and they wind up going ahead and, well, yes. and take. Well, he, oh, yeah. But I mean, they to give him a contract to set that in motion, you got to admit, that's a pretty fucking sneaky good, sneaky good move for Hextall. Well, it's. it's. I mean, you're playing with fire. Because he could be taken from you, and Mason may just say, screw this, I'm leaving. There's a free agent. Yeah, he might. Yeah? But uh, the way Mason's played and the way he's starting to bash the team, I wouldn't really cry a whole lot. Well, it's one of those things. Kyle has four goals and questions the team's effort. <laughs> Maybe he's questioning his own. He's part of the team, right? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. So, uh, have we, so have we beaten this dead horse enough yet or what? I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs. Nah, and we knew if if they did in the beginning of the season, we knew if they did, no it would be it. it would be a squeak in last day. That, when you get in, when you just barely get in, you get in an eight seed, so you'll end up playing either Pittsburgh or Columbus or Montreal or Washington, and that won't end well. No, it hasn't the last couple of years, especially it? if it's Pittsburgh. That'd just irritate me. You know, Flyers haven't beat the Devils all season. And they're one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> that's just history, man. That's you know just, I mean? Yeah. That's, hey, sometimes you sneak bit. Yeah, it's true. Going forward with the Flyers, though, in the next year and beyond, do you mm-hmm. see promise from this team? You keep telling me about um, Stolarz isn't the guy. He's not ready this, that, and the other thing. Oh, he's ready. Okay. He came in this year and played a few games. And that's what I'm saying. Like, against his I, think, two. I think he kind of got a – maybe it's not time just yet to give him the reins. But let them fight it out for it. You know what I mean? I think it's time. I mean, you've, you've been dipping your foot in the water with these prospects. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to jump in. Yeah. You Start getting to. these guys in. And they're starting to have room. And that's the thing. You say you have to, but you had all these you anchors around your neck on these Holmgren contracts with guys yeah. like Straight, uh, McDonald, mm-hmm. who's actually played well this year. Yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, you... but these guys are on the way out. Yeah. Straight's gone. You got to get younger. Is the is the number one thing with this team. You have to, have to, have to they, get younger. They, they traded Straight to Tampa so that Tampa could trade mm-hmm. him to Pittsburgh. 
because we refused to trade with Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> That's funny as hell. I, I, I can't explain it any other way. Uh, maybe it was a salary cap thing. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I don't. But and there's promise here. You got the kids connected. He played well. Yeah, I mean, you're, a stud. you're starting to see what you want to uh, see out of a team that's coming up. You small really sample are. size, but what you saw out of Stolarz was real good. Yeah. Uh, Bears turned it around. He's he's having a year. Now, I think Simmons fits in as the young veteran. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. He's what, like 28, 29? He's, he's, yeah. So he's he's got a few years left. Still playing at a really high level. Yeah. So he's kind of the guy that can help bring you along. You got guys like Braden Shen who are playing well. Uh, Matt Reed might be a, an expansion casualty. Mm, that could uh, could be a problem. Uh, Matt Reed. But then again, I mean, they take these guys, you get a little bit of cap relief, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they they yeah. contracts with yeah. them. So that's, that could be a silver lining to that. Yeah. Depends on what's out there. Yeah. A lot of people are holding on real tight to their players because mm-hmm. of the expansion draft. So, yeah, I mean, the free agency class might be you, a little. You may have to. <laughs> the free agency class might be a little slim. All right, so okay, so now free agents are gonna have to trade. You may have to go. Yeah, you're not trading Giroux. Stop it. You may. You might have to trade someone like Couturier, but you're not gonna trade Giroux. Ah, I think. Couturier's another I guy think you like need Giroux. that kind of shakeup. I think that's what you need. That's too much. You need of to a take the Etta sketch and you need to shake it, man. That's like if the Eagles have a bad year next year, you need a shakeup. So you ship out Wins. No, that's, that, out... that's ridiculous. Yeah. After five years, you would ship out. You would ship out uh, Wins, yeah, or you'd move on from him. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so you'll ship out Matthews. You'll ship out Jordan Matthews. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm cool with shipping him now. We got yeah, well, you get now. a little something back for him. He's what third on the depth chart receiver at this point. Well, he means you're a slot receiver. Yeah, we'll so, get there. Yep. Uh, I don't know, man. I really don't. But there's definitely a lot of promise with this team. You think like three, four years down the line, we're talking a cup. Yeah, see what I mean. I love what Hextall's doing. He's he's actually minding his. He's being his patient. His farm system. He's being very, very patient. And that's not something the Flyers have done. And I think if yeah. they would have taken this approach. that's what he did over in L.A. If they would have taken this approach 10 years ago, mm. Snyder might have had a cup instead yeah. of trying to force it. Uh, yeah, Holmgren. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You were trying to get the guy a cup before he goes. I yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, that's not the way you do it. No. Paul Holmgren played a very win-now strategy and it blew up in his face. Every time. I mean, how many guys did he fucking get? Yeah. Uh, your your to fucking, awful contracts. The, your prongers. And not the pronger was bad, but I well, mean... pronger was great. Yeah. Just, unfortunately, got hurt. Exactly. But I mean, these guys... Pronger got us there. The, these guys, primos of the world, and, and uh, who play good for a little bit. I get, you know, I get it. But at the same time, you kind of put all your eggs in those, like, older guy basket and didn't mark out. Keith Primo was nice. He was good. I'm a little offended. <laughs> he was good. He was good. Don't get me wrong, but it was a small, what was it, three years? A Primo? Yeah. I don't know. Primo was around for a while. Okay. We was good for three years? I think we got him in a trade, yeah. actually. Yeah, I mean, been a Briere, same thing with Briere. He was good. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But it's just, was nice. You know, but he was also the on the back end a little bit. Yeah. So it, you need to get these guys that are going to grow with the team. Yeah. That would be like right now going out... Uh, for to replace it to something that I can relate it to, um, Anquan Bolden is your wide receiver is yeah. number one, and like older guy like getting uh, Adrian Peterson, yeah. guys that have made names for themselves in the league, right. which a lot of these guys the Flyers traded for did, sure, but they're on the back end of that, yeah. So you know now you're thirty something years old. I know hockey players, you know they they play a little bit longer, but he picked not a lot the, of past prime guys, exactly, and that's that. I think that's what actually they, hurt them. We're at the point where their name was still valuable, but... Yeah. yeah, you'll put some asses in the seats. You will. And they did. 
And they played but, well, but they didn't play to who they were. Exactly. Because you know what? They were older. That's, yeah. I mean, that's just what they had left. And, and not saying that any of these guys didn't give what they had, because they did. Yeah. But it's just not, it wasn't enough. And that's the beauty of it. I mean, you, maybe we're talking three, four years, maybe a cup. I and mean, you look at teams like Washington. You look at teams like Pittsburgh, who are at the top now. Columbus is an exception, because Columbus is a pretty young team. Yeah. But guys yeah. like Crosby. Crosby's getting older. Yeah, in four years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. And we're talking Ovechkin in uh, Washington, right? Ovechkin takes such a beating. I don't know if he's going to be around yeah, in four, four years. years. But he's older, too. He is a gritty son of a bitch. Yeah. That's where we're at with it. I mean, there's definitely hope for this team. It's just not now. Yeah, it's going to be, you know. And it never was supposed you to may, be now. You may be two years away from being two years away. Yeah. Like you're years. saying, four years. Yeah. I mean, I think as the city, the city of Philadelphia is going to have a tremendous 2020, 2021. A 20... lot depends on, and I I feel like these these prospects coming up will be good players. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time frame depends upon immediate impact. Yeah. So you're um, saying if they bring them up and they're not immediately a star or they're not, then it's going to take a little longer. Or it's going to take, or they may start shipping them out. No. You don't. You think that it? Heck you got to give these kids time. Yeah. Well, he's given them time so far. Yeah. I mean, I'm and not. The transition's you know. hard, and that's why people looked at Costas barely last year, like, holy shit. Because he just came in and dominated. That was the year before, because he was second year. Yeah, he hit the sophomore slump last year. He hit the sophomore slump this year. Gossiper came in last year. Was it last year? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. And, I, I, you know, I was looking, and everybody's like, he's only got like 12 goals this year. What the hell? The top scoring defenseman in the league generally finished the season with 20. Yeah. And he's been scoring more. So he's pretty much on pace. Yeah, for, to be on Everybody's on talking 20, about yeah. a down year he had. He really hasn't. He's just played more like a defenseman. Yeah, exactly. And And... I think you did it best when you, uh, or said it best when you were talking about somebody. I forget which UFC fighter it was. It just decided he was a knockout artist because he knocked one guy out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's Koscheck. Koscheck. Yeah. He got Koscheck disease. He got Koscheck disease. Speaking of the UFC, let's jump right into there. This is an interesting situation that broke out. First off, we had UFC 209, the rematch between Tyron Woodley and Stephen Thompson. Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy, yeah. Very, very anticipated fight and put on a clinic the first time they went out. And they went out here the second time and, and it was just an absolute snoozer. Really? What a terrible board. I, they were I both did not very get to tentative. see this. I had a lot of stuff going on this They, last they were both very tentative. They mm. were both almost waiting for the ne- first the other guy to make the first move. Okay. And they put on a really bad fight. Woodley won it by decision. It probably could have gone either way. I wouldn't be surprised if Did the you run it back? No. No? Please stop Just... it. And Woodley came, uh, Thompson came out and was like, if we fought a third time, I could beat him. And yeah, I'm, and if you don't, just stop. Okay. Just stop. So it's like having another uh, Goldberg-Lesnar, number three, when the one guy's already 2-0. and oh, huh? It's like Ken Shamrock repeatedly insisting that he could beat Tito Ortiz. <laughs> when he would go out there every time and get smashed. Or is that like uh, Misha Tate thinking she could beat Ronda? She's, she'll come back for another Rousey fight. <laughs> Rousey will beat her again. I think it's a great idea. Oh. Have them both end their careers. What? Winner retires, loser retires? Yeah. <laughs> loser leave town, so does the winner. It's a perfect way to send off both story careers. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that fight was terrible. Uh, yeah, Woodley won. He'll move on, presumably, to fight uh, Demi and Maya. Okay. Who isn't really a whole lot on the feet, but he's a damned octopus on the ground. <laughs> All right. I mean, this guy fought Carlos Condit, who's a good fighter. And Carlos like, ah, if he takes me down, I'll just shrug him off. No problem. Took him down and choked him out in a minute something. And Condit's not an easy out. I mean, this is a guy who took GSP to his limit. That's pretty pretty tough to do. Yeah. Um, Also on that card, I'm not going to go over the whole card. 
because there was a lot of just a lot of decisions, which are fine if it's a good yeah. fight. If it's not, it's it's brutal to watch. <laughs> but it's just it's there's not a whole lot of talk in a decision. Well, they went out there, they put the work in, and one guy was better than the other. And that's generally how it works out. But the one fight that did get a lot of attention was Alistair Overeem versus Mark Hunt. We talked about that fight going in. The Super Samoan. Yeah, and you said the Super Samoan was going to lose because he always does. And I I don't know. He's a tough man to knock out. Overeem knocked him straight the fuck out. (laughs) Like faceplant knockout. Really? You need him in the face, let go, and he just face planted. Well, yeah, you get him in the face. That's generally a pretty good idea he's to just do that. Absolutely asleep. Uh, third round KO, huge win for Overeem. Who it turns out, remember I talked. He walked into the uh, weigh-ins mm-hmm. like he had just woken up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he had really bad food poisoning. Oh, that'll do it. And like almost didn't fight. Oh shit. He said, "If I felt the way the day of the fight, if I had felt like I did in the weigh-ins, I wouldn't have fought." Wow. Yeah. That's There's true. just no way. It was, it was coming out of both ends. There was nothing he could do. Hey, throw. if you've ever had food poisoning, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Overeem probably moves on to a title fight here. That would make sense. He's already had one against Miocic, who is the reigning champion. Uh, you know, Cleveland, the pride of Cleveland. Yeah. Because they'll grab anything they can get their hands right. on at this point. Um, he lost that one, but, uh, you know, heavyweight's a real thin division. Mm-hmm. There's just not a whole lot of top guys there. Oh, yeah, but the top guys are kind of sketchy. You got like Velasquez, Verdum. These guys miss fights a lot. They get hurt a lot. Yeah, they're big. They're big guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it's understandable, but at the same time, it, it's hard to build stars in heavyweight when this is going on. So, uh, got to bring the attraction back. Yeah, we, we can. He's suspended. <laughs> oh, the suspens- suspension's up. The end uh, of this July. Year? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Hey, Vince, uh, or maybe Goldberg will try his. <laughs> different card the following week, but still worth mentioning was Kelvin Gastelum, who uh, was famous for constantly missing weight at welterweight. Uh, he was the guy that didn't even show up for the weigh-in. Okay. Yeah. He was like, nope, I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and moved him to middleweight, and he fought Vitor Belfort. Oh, okay. And just knocked him straight the fuck out. Really? Within the first round. Belfort's so far gone at this point. Uh, he's one and four since they banned TRT. Mm. And I think his last two have been first-round knockouts. So he's doesn't have a good chin. So, and the, 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 the divergent pass after that fighter where it gets interesting. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum said he'd like to fight another name-ranked opponent that's higher than him, maybe an aging superstar, maybe a guy like Anderson Silva. Oh, well, I don't know if you ever want to fight, you want to fight him, you know what I mean? Well, guess what? He got his wish. Oh, okay. He's gonna fight Anderson Silva in Brazil, I believe. Uh, best of luck to you, buddy. Yeah, that's, yeah. And Silva's old, but he's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not Vitor Belfort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's still got it. Uh, he's not quite what he was, but he's enough of what he was. Exactly. Then again, it's it's a ballsy move, but at the same time, the risk reward's huge. Yeah, he oh, gets God, that yeah. win. He, 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 now you're talking title shots, mm-hmm. and he did it through the uh, the old veterans instead of going through the you know the pack. Mm-hmm. God bless him. But I mean, that's that division's rough. You got GSP in there now. Yeah, you got Bisping's right there. You got Yared Rodriguez. You got Chris Weidman, Weidman something. Yeah. Uh, Vitor Belfort did the most interesting thing. He said, "You know, the next fight's probably going to be his last fight." Okay. Unless the UFC adopts the idea that he came up with mm-hmm. for a Legends League. Wow. You got to alter the rules a bit for this. There's three minute rounds. Okay. You get, if you go to the ground, you get 30 seconds. Okay. If you don't so do anything you... in 30 seconds, you get stood up. Okay. Uh, It's a minute and a half between rounds. Well, the gloves are a little thicker. Okay. Yeah, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, but then you stop and you realize who's going to be in this league. 
And you go, no, stop it. <laughs> stop giving these guys an excuse to go out there and turn their brains into mush. Fighters fight, man. They no do. matter how old I they are. That. That's, that's I what, get that's that completely. But to take these guys like Vito or Belfort, who just don't have it anymore, and they keep getting knocked stiff, an avenue in which to continue to compete is a little irresponsible. Hey, if the if the commissions will sanction them to fight, you gotta let them do it. Yeah, you don't have to. You have to look out for the best interest of the yeah. fighter, even as the company. And Dana White always has. I mean, this is the guy who took Dennis Hallman, who missed weight one time, and was crying. And he says, what's going on? Well, you never missed weight before. What is this? And he's talking about how he just went through an ugly divorce. He lost his house and all that. He's in this custody battle. Yep, yep, yep. Because know. he can't afford a lawyer. So he cut him his weight check. He cut him another $60,000 check. And he said, go get your kid and call us up when you're done. Class move. Yeah. Speaking of not making weight, I don't think uh, Dana White would make weight anywhere. No. No, no, no. Well, I mean, he heavyweight. Yeah, <laughs> super heavyweight. He's getting a little eggmanish. Yeah, but uh, I, that Woodley fight was bad. I still can't get over that. It was so disappointing because it was you know the first it was fight such was a so good fight. Good. Yeah, and it was, we watched that here. That was settle it. Two o whatever the hell it was. What was that the fight we watched here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was on the uh, the end of the card of two o five, the New York show. Yeah, but I mean that's where we're at there. Um. Speaking of disappointing pay-per-views, let's talk Fastlane. <laughs> WWE. Boy, was this a terribly booked show. Okay. This is the show where you started off on the right foot. You got Neville defeated Jack Keller. We all know he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neville's going to go on to wrestle Austin Aries at WrestleMania for the title. That's going to be interesting. Sure. It's going to get around in a huge card. That's a 14-match card. Fourteen match card. Is it really? Yeah. That's why they put it, was it, four hours? Yeah, they're going to need more. Uh, <laughs> some of these are gonna have to ship. Well, you figure Goldberg and Lesnar—that's gonna take what? They're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna you, drag it out. It's gonna be four minutes. Yeah, you can't do that quick though. No, that but Goldberg signed off for more dates. I'm trying to that. get him. Yeah, I'm trying to get him. So he's not uh, definitely dropping that title. No, nah, he's, he's definitely dropping that title. <laughs> uh, and then, then uh, you know, you had the, the great Neville match. There was a a women's match which escapes me. No, there was another match that escapes me that was pretty good. And then the wheels came off. And the booking on the fly started again, huh? You had... Let's show up at the arena and figure out the show. Now, nothing against Bailey, But you had Bailey beat Charlotte's pay-per-view streak. She defeated Charlotte mm-hmm. on pay-per-view. Charlotte's now 16-1. and one. Um, it doesn't, It's unsensible to me to break something like that, the show before WrestleMania. Yeah, that doesn't really make much sense. All you had to do is get to one more pay-per-view. Yeah. And you were at WrestleMania. Do it then, and it's a big deal. You yep. can make a big deal out of it. And now you can push Bailey as the one that broke her streak right. at WrestleMania. Yeah. And show of shows, you know, all that and stuff. It's, it's it's weird. It was just a weird decision. Yeah. Almost as weird as having Roman Reigns beat Braun Strowman clean. Yeah. Again, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And on top of that, to bury Strowman. You completely neutered Strowman right before WrestleMania. Yeah. Who's even, what's he in the uh, 30 man, the Andre? I would imagine. Yeah. You're not doing him any favors since either. Yeah. Since then, he's, uh, you job. know, he's, he's had job, another, job, 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 job. He's had another match with Reigns, which ended in a wonky finish. Um, and then he had the, they were supposed to go again, and The Undertaker showed up. Yeah, messing with Reigns. And to prove a point to Reigns, choked Slam Strowman and sent him on his way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You always need that young guy that's uh, thinking right. he's going to get going. He's and then him fodder. And it's like, oh, man, <laughs> what did you do? What have you done? What have you done? And then, you know, the icing on the cake, you had Goldberg squash Owens. Yeah. <laughs> Great. God, 
Damn. Poor right. Owens. Yeah, what do you do? I mean, and Jericho is just so white hot, you can't even put him over. Can't put Owens over on Jericho. Yeah, you can. Jericho's leaving. Is he? Yeah. Are we sure? Tavazi's got dates. Okay. All right. Oh, well, yeah. All right, so we'll, yes, we'll get into WrestleMania more. Fozzie next. Watch is officially on. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> WrestleMania and all that good stuff we next will. week. But I can't believe, especially after the Elimination Chamber from SmackDown, which was a great show. It really yeah. was top to bottom a fantastic piece of work. And Raw comes out there with their go home WrestleMania show and just absolutely shits the bed. <laughs> I mean, this show, it was terribly booked. The matches weren't very good. Uh, the Cruiserweights stole the show. They always do now. They're letting them be cruiserweights again. And that's what happens. You let, they steal the show. show. You let them. They're going to do it. And I wonder if this is what Vince was afraid of. Yeah, but but interestingly enough, 205 Live is almost dead. Well, again, we you talked about this last time. You can't give them their own show. We talked about this last time. When you're putting it on after five hours of wrestling already, you got yeah. main event, you got SmackDown, and it, you know, yeah. crowd's burnt. Oh, yeah. I think I told the story of going to a Nitro. Yeah. No, I loved. That was right. the biggest WCW mark that there was. But like you're saying, five hours of fucking wrestling. And it's just Why were you a WCW mark? I always was. That's always weird. What? From the time it was six oh five on WTBS, that's that's where I started watching wrestling. I never was really huge in the WWE. Not a Titan guy. Not a Titan. <sighs> was definitely not a Hogan guy. I was a Flair guy before I was a Hogan guy. Believe sure. Um. Yeah, like, I would watch, you know, Superstars and Challenge and all that stuff, but I I made it a point to be around for, uh, for uh, was it WCW or NWA Saturday Night or whatever the hell they called it at that point. Now, I mean, I'm going to watch WrestleMania this year. I took off work for it. Okay. Yeah, Jabril. That's why I took off. <laughs> um, So, we watched it last year. Me and Vicky watched it. All right. And this lovely specimen of what a woman should be decides, you know what, instead of just watching it, which would be fun. Let's turn it into a drinking game. <laughs> and it was like, anytime there was a celebrity appearance, take a drink. All right. Anytime there was a near fall, take a drink. Anytime someone kicked out of somebody's finish, take a drink. I see it. I, I'm having an idea right here. <laughs> Drunkamania lives. So we can Skype Vicky. <laughs> and we, can wa- we can watch it over here. Skype Vicky. <laughs> and uh, play a drinking game. <laughs> Drunk. Maybe even... Maybe even get Mindy involved. We'll As see. A ref bump. Anytime Michael Cole used the word vintage. Oh, God. Take three shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was bad. It was to the point where we'd start missing them. Anytime there was a botch. That's funny as hell, man. Anytime there was a botch and you got an intercontinental title ladder match. Yeah. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice. you know, the workers were great. There actually wasn't a whole lot of botches in that match, but the, the match kind of lends itself to botches. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a car crash through and through. It's like ECW was. I mean, basically, that, that's yeah. what the whole company was. It was like these spots that just anything could possibly go wrong did, first off. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, how do you even make it go right? Like, Yeah. I mean, just... at wrestling school, they're not teaching you how to do the shit they were doing in, <laughs> no. in ECW. You know what I mean? So. Not that, but half of them were either drunk or pilled out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes both. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget Sabu, the first paper was a barely legal. Yeah. Goes onto the uh, to the side of the ring and starts puking. Yeah. That was awesome. An old concussion vomit. Yeah. Ah, that was probably the beer and the uh, pill vomit, but I digress. Or Balls Mahoney's case, the heroin vomit. Well, there was a few Rest of them. Peace. There was a few of them. They're Man. all dead now. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Axel Rotten, Balls Mahoney, uh, Louis Piccoli. Yeah. Well, Spicoli was a Soma guy. Yeah. And Soma. they started mixing them with booze. Yeah. You can't. Nope. You die. <laughs> 
Um, Spicoli was a mess. That's a shame. Yep. Good worker. He was a uh, who's He's Taz? Wasn't he Taz's cousin or nephew? Or... No, that was Chris Chetty. Chris Chetty. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's a weird bit of trivia for you. There we go. Who was Chris Chetty? Yeah. <laughs> Got to be diehard like us, right? Right. <laughs> but I was right there on it. Yeah. It didn't take a minute at all. Now, since we're talking about ECW and we're going to talk, you know, just a tad here on uh, local Philly promotions, a little bit of news about uh, ROH. Yeah, ROH. What are, like your, uh, what are your thoughts on it? WWE's trying to buy them for it. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the problem with that that I see. ROH was the unofficial next before next was next. Sure. What do you do now? You can't have both of them. No, you would absorb one. So they would be next, just all next guys? Sure. Nah, I think you got to keep the the ROH brand. Yeah. It's been around 15 years. It's probably done better business, I would imagine, than uh, than TNA. If you could bury piss on and sweep under the rug WCW, you could do it with anyone. That, but ROH fed you so many guys. I, I, so I, WCW. No. Nah. Really? Where did we get Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit? Rey Mysterio. ECW? <laughs> no. Yeah. They were WCW. They were WCW before they came to WWE. Right. Yeah, but they... They got, did... they, got, they, got, they got the East Coast attention. They got they made ECW. their bones in ECW. Sure, but they got the world's attention in WCW. Well, unfortunately... With the exception of places like Mexico and Japan where everybody knew it. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, Chris Benoit, all those guys. But um, the other news coming out of wrestling is, is, is the Broken Hardys are free agents. And... Yep. Just heard something about that today. In, a very, very ugly legal battle with Anthem and TNA over the... Uh, the whole broken gimmick, right? Right, the the, the broken gimmick, the property. Uh, Anthem and Jeff Jarrett say it's theirs. Weird, since they never signed a contract with them. Well, but, the even weirder part is that Jeff Jarrett's name is even being mentioned when he's just a talent now, right? Or no, he's, he's running Anthem. He's, in he's running? Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. So they just basically just said, all right. We're just going to go right on back to it and before Dixie took over. Right. Pretty much. It was a roll pack. And why not? It worked then. It was working. TNA got big. It was working Dixie bigger. It. it was working better, yeah. of course. It was on its way. And then yeah. Dixie came in and why? smashed it into the rock. I still don't. To this day, I can't figure that one out. Why? Uh, she probably slept her way in. A lot of rumors to that effect. And that's why I say that. Yep. A lot of rumors to that effect. Oh, what? I'm sorry, what was the... Uh, the Dixie what? slept around with the locker room. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Kevin Nash, or Hall threw Nash right under the bus. Yeah. Hall said he wanted to, but he didn't. Hall's also married for a long time. So? He, 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 a lot of those guys were married for a long time. Yeah, I get it, but he's still married to the same woman, so... Right, you can't <laughs> say that. Yeah. Right, no, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not demeaning the Institute of Marriage. I'm simply pointing out that a lot of wrestlers... Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I mean, how many wives has Flair been through just because of that? I think he's a. Uh, he's on number 16. four. No, that's title. No, that's well, he actually may be married more than he's yeah. at the butt. I don't know. He's got a big shelf of rings and belts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he sure does. Space Mountain. Space Mountain, baby. Uh, on top of this, the Hardys are talking at WWE. I got offers. I'm reading that it was a. Uh, it's a when, not an if. Uh, yeah, I think that the whole Ring of Honor thing, because that's where the Hardys are now. Yeah. Was a short-term deal to sort of sort this legal mess mm-hmm. before they get to the WWE. Yeah. And I think Vince is going to wait on this legal mess before he brings him in. I can see Vince doing the old end around. You're not broken, Matt Hardy, anymore. You're shattered. No. You're, you're uh, whatever you want to, whatever adjective you want to use. No. I can see. I can you can't. Say. Gimmick's too white hot to too weak it. Man, it really oh, he work. is Mr. Meek Man. I could watch Broken Hardy videos every night. They're fantastic. 
And they dumped uh, Shane Helms into the lake of reincarnation. And he came out as Shane Helms from three count. And he yeah. had the pants and then the discs and his, his, his team and TNAs, you know. Uh, and they dumped him back and he came out as a hurricane. <laughs> right. God bless it. Right. <laughs> Hardy's when you have that great. kind of crossover shit like that, oh, that's a, great. It's just I, funny it's taken him to what, mid 40s to. I can't believe. Well, for Jeff to get sober. Ish, sober ish. Ish. You, you wonder sometimes. You do. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where, like, Jeff Hardy would come out to the ring. And he'd be like, oh, he's fucked up. Like, how could you tell? Because he came out to the ring. Yeah, but, <laughs> right. But, I mean, even, like, when he was younger, before he started getting really bad with it, he was still really weird. Yeah. And really awkward I think in the it, ring. I think it really kind of... It wasn't awkward in the sense to where, like, he botched a lot or anything like that, but it was Last different. thing, he, he botched a bit. Yeah, but it was different. Yeah. And it was awkward. It just had a weird style. It was weird to watch. Yeah, it's, it's the Hardy style. It really is. Yep. And the thing, too, like, WWE has, and you'll take some of these top flight guys from around the world, and they actually work the ring completely backwards everywhere else in the world. It's almost like the United States yeah. with the uh, the measurements. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like everybody does different. Everybody under the sun hates the six-sided ring. Yeah. Well, no, nah, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, um, a lot of times you'd hear guys coming over from Japan or something, like Taka Michinoku. Sure. Was a good worker. Just couldn't figure out. The... Taka Michinoku was great. Well, the way that they they moved the around the ring, I think it's W WWE goes clock counterclockwise, where the rest of the world goes clockwise, yeah. like, so the yeah, like the turlets. Yeah, like the turlets. Right. Like <laughs> <clears throat> Taka was a hell of a worker. The only reason I remember him was he was just recently on a broadcast. Him and Show Funaki. Oh my God, Funaki. Funaki could work too. Yep. Right, what else we got uh, on WWE? I mean, that's pretty much where we're at. The last thing I wanted to say on the Hardys was absolutely first bout Hall of Famers. Yeah, they I'll go with that. Fine tag team wrestling. Yeah, I mean, you went from Strike Force to the you Hardys <laughs> to Christian and Edge. Yeah, you know, what I mean, that I mean, was they're all in there. Yeah, but Christian and Edge still worked at uh, uh, it was it was a more high impact style, mm -hmm. and it was a oh, more, that first TLC, and it was a more cruiserweight. It was a more cruiser style, but it wasn't quite as different as the Hardys. Mm -hmm. But you see a lot more of that Hardy style now. Yeah. And, by the way, the Usos beat American Alpha for the tag titles on SmackDown. Weird. Yay. I guess they didn't have a reason to have a tag match, so they manufactured one. Yeah. Now you do the rematch at Mania. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. All right, that's pretty much where we're at with the uh, WWE. We'll be more in the Mania next uh, show, next week. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Here we go, huh? You're up. All right. What I was waiting for? Uh, so, I don't know if we started doing the show in October, right around the NFL trade deadline, when I was talking about the uh, Eagles' obvious need for receiver, and, and apparently they were in talks to acquire Torrey Smith. They were in talks to acquire uh, Alshon Jeffrey. They were in talk, talk. Who was the other guy they were going to trade for? Uh, Torrey Smith and someone else. Well, Jeffrey was going like to be a trade. Someone out of Baltimore or something like that. Well, Smith was originally out of Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know. There's someone else in there. Yeah, but um, no, nah, during the trade line, they they made serious moves to try to get Jeffrey and try to get Smith. Yeah. Um, I think it was separately. They thought that they only needed one receiver. Little did they know. Thank they God you didn't two. get Jeffrey then. Yeah. You ended up missing a lot of the uh, end of the season there. Yeah, like the last four games. But so they come around. They they make the signing we knew they were going to make. They got Tory Tory uh Tory Smith Tory Smith Tory Holt. Holt. Oh Jeez. my gosh. What a name that was, huh? You need Isaac Bruce. Yeah, right. But um, 
So they go ahead and do that. That was the day before free agency started, I think it was. Yeah, bro, okay. Yeah, because he was... He was a release. Yeah, he was a release, so you were able to sign him yeah. whenever. Then you come around, and right right as free agency's opening, you hear uh, some chick on ESPN on one of the shows was actually texting with Jeffrey and said, Jeffrey's gone to the Eagles. Yeah. And it's going to be a $14 million a year deal, and she had the specifics, and that's great. $14 million one year deal. Then she, yeah, and then she and she had the specifics that it was a one-year deal. Left us scratching our heads. How can the Eagles possibly do this when they have, for all free agency, they have $12 million. Yeah. So you've already signed Smith. That took off. You you re-upped that, uh, the special teams guy, um, Najee Good. How the hell are they doing this? Well, it comes out later that it, apparently with the last CBA, they kind of flipped things around. And what I'm what I mean by that is, you can do a portion of a contract as incentives. Yeah. So he's got a bunch of incentives and playing time, he's got interceptions, touchdowns, or I'm sorry, touchdowns, Pro Bowl, the All Pro, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So, okay, that's cool. But the way they used to do it is you would have to pay, You would. he would be on the books for that full $14 million this year. Right. And then you would, if, let's say, he only earned 10 of that. So a portion of the, the, uh, the escalator, the, uh, the incentives. Yeah. And then you would get a refund next year. Apparently they did away with that. And it's the exact opposite now. So you may, he, even though he's not here, he, if he earns that full 14 million, we still may be paying cap wise $4 million of his salary next year. Yeah. Which honestly, after hearing him first off, hearing his interview on the radio, he don't seem like a very intelligent type of guy. Uh, well, and I that think happens a lot. Yeah. A lot of these guys, you know, they skip out on college. Yeah, they get through college, but the NFL maybe not get... based on academic merit. Oh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, NFL's rule is you got to go to three years of college, right? But go to three years and actually, yeah, I mean, taking ballroom dancing and whatever. <laughs> what the hell is a Matt Liner taking? He went back for intro to TV or something like that. Not it's... only that, but these guys are saying four plus four is five, and yeah, the team, yep, A plus, stay on the team. Yep, because they'll pull you from the team for academic reasons. Exactly. In college, that's it's, horrible. It's, that's so bad. You think the NFL so money driven? Look at look <laughs> yeah. at college. I mean, you say college players don't get paid or out of their minds. Yeah, look at the movie Blue Chips. It wasn't far from the truth. No, With, uh, yeah, Shaq, they, Penny, and uh, the other guy, the white no, guy. Yeah, they get a free ride in college. Well, yeah. That's, that's the big one. That's where you start. Yeah, but they, people know that you're walking out of there with, you know, a degree, let's say, you go all four years. They know it's a bullshit degree. Right. Well, sometimes. You, sometimes you do get a guy like Matt Liner, who actually is fairly intelligent, intelligent not a very good football player. <laughs> fairly intelligent individual. Yep. So, overall, I was pretty happy with just those two, because I thought that's all it was going to be. Sure. And then we turn around the next day, and we pick up uh, Chance Warmack. Chance Warmack. Another the radar another, signing. Another one year, prove it to a million and a half dollars. Yeah. Prove it to us. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who's gonna he's gonna be a road grader. That was a saucy move. I like that move. What picking him up? Yeah. And then a few days later, what did they do? Who did they resign? Who did they resign? Wisniewski. Ah, oh, yeah, Wisniewski got me all excited, man. Because I've been calling calling for it. And the, but the interesting thing is, is they're keeping these. I think it's 12 or 15 offensive linemen. Yeah. Theoretically, they can. A lot of depth. A lot of depth, yeah. Which I ran into last year is a problem. Yeah, like like, uh, Howie said, yeah, we started five right tackles. Yeah. That's a problem. None of them are any good. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Big V played pretty damn well. You had uh, Vitae, or not, uh, yeah, it was 
Whatever the hell the guy's name was. You can't say the guy's name three different ways. And yeah, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> not right. The other guy that wound up, there was a guard that wound up playing right tackle, kicked fucking ass. Yeah. I don't know how much help they were giving him, but overall, I was pretty impressed with the, again, I can't even say I'm impressed with Howie's cap management, because he's a, he's a maverick with it. He's awesome with it. Well, not like that, but they're over right now, aren't they? No. Okay. No, they're, they're still under. They restructured uh, Ertz. They moved it from here to there. Yeah. And this and blah, 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 blah. They restructured Ertz. Yeah. It wasn't really a restructure. It was the way they paid him as bonuses. He's still getting every dollar he was supposed to get. It's just the cap hit they restructured. They braided his contract. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But Brady's actually taken less money quite a few times. Yeah. Believe it or not. Brady is a team player, dude. And he got his jerseys back. God and he got, I mean, guys on top. And he's married to Giselle. I mean, sure. how much better does life get, right? I believe his jerseys went missing and the feds were involved. <laughs> Jesus. Well, like, the guy they caught, this is like his third or fourth time. Twi- yeah. Two of Jer- uh, yeah, Brady's two Brady's, jerseys. Yeah. But he had uh, Demarcus Ware's cleats and his helmet or something. Yeah. And it was, it's, uh, this isn't, you know. How does this guy keep getting in the locker room? And they showed the video. It's, they they didn't. Walked in. Because they didn't know it was him. Yeah. That's just simply how he got gets in the locker room. All right. So where where do I want the Eagles to go here? I mean, we we only got a little, couple minutes left here, but it. Where do I want the Eagles to go um, as far as free agency? Because we'll talk about draft. We got another month to go. Right. We got time um, for the draft. Yeah. We uh, even have a special guest in for the draft show. Oh, really? Yeah. We're going to keep it real special and not even tell me? Or? Uh, I might get my brother in here. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to talk some sports with your brother. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. So, that, I mean, that I think free agency-wise, we're tapped. We're, at this point, yeah. we, we got to move a little bit more money or do a little bit something just to get. I think the alarming thing coming out of free agency, and we talked a little bit about this, was it this morning or the day before? Is you still have even slightly addressed the corner situation. That is going to be a draft situation. Um, but as I was saying, you need to go out and sign a Morris Claiborne. Yeah. Get him on a one-year prove-it deal. And you know what, dude? It may be our uh, our MO this offseason. But look, I was I was on one of the Eagles' websites or one of these things, and the guy was like, oh, well, Sheldon uh, Brown and, and uh, Lito Shepard, they were so good, and we got them as rookies. <laughs> Yeah, but they didn't start. No. You had Bobby Taylor and Troy uh, Vincent. Bobby Taylor. It was the end of their careers and whatever, but... Boy, I like Sheldon Brown. So did I, man. He could hit. That yeah. hit That hit on Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush hit. Oh, my God. I missed it live. We were outside smoking a cigarette. We didn't realize the game had started. No shit. Yeah. Oh, man. But they showed that replay for... They're still showing For days, replay. yeah. Um, Probably killed him. Didn't Bush throw up? No. Amazingly, I don't even know if he missed any plays. He didn't miss any plays, but I thought he threw up. He probably shit himself. <laughs> he probably, <laughs> probably shit himself. And you know what? I wouldn't blame him, because that was a hit. Yeah. YouTube that, folks. Saints won that game, though. Don't yeah. YouTube that. Yeah, that was yeah. That was like the <laughs> the best and worst of that game. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah. But us against the Saints in the playoffs never works out I mean, out that's well. what they need still. You need a running... We don't need a running back. You want a running back. No, nah, you need one. And... You got Smallwood. And we'll, we'll, yeah, but Smallwood isn't your every down back. No, either. it's not. That's why I said you you want one. No, you need one because he's not your every down I back. I mean, you need a corner. Oh, yeah. No, no fans are much <laughs> about that. You need it. But luckily, there's seven rounds in the draft and you have eight picks. Yeah. And I'm even, I'm still on the bandwagon. And just to get into the draft, just a tiny, tiny bit. And you were uh, talking about, who was it? The running back at a pit? Oh, James Conner. Right. Yeah. Get him in the like, fourth, fifth round. That's yeah. it. There you go. Yeah, that's the kind of guy you get. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, there's other other guys out there. You never really want to go crazy at running back. The Eagles haven't taken a running back in the first round in something like 50 years. I don't think anyone has. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott last year? Yeah, that's the exception. To the nah, they, and in fact, the Cowboys were the no. only team in the playoffs last year that, that took the running back had in the first, a first-round drafted running back. 
last three to four years, it's been very taboo. But I mean, Adrian yeah. Peterson was a first round running back, and he's unemployed right now <laughs> by his own doing. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. what, what it just came out today was that he's asking too much. So whatever that is. Anyhow, my, my point being is I'm not against a trade back in the first round. And we'll get into this way deeper right. than this. Uh, but we'll get into it just as deep as this draft is, is in, in cornerbacks and running backs. I think the biggest story coming out of free agency in the league right now is is, is a non-story. No one's talking about it. it. I think it's bigger than it's getting credit for is that Tony Romo still isn't cut. Yeah. What are they doing? They're not over the cap. They're so, not over the cap, and on top of that, they don't owe him any money. No, they do. They don't have to pay him anymore to hang on to him for a little while. Yeah. It, they it, may, I, I caught this on my way here. They may still be kind of hoping for a trade. Oh, yeah. I mean. But they're not going to get it. Something. Well, actually, from what I understand, Houston and Denver are very interested. The CBS and Fox are, too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But he, But my point being is, for some reason, Jerry Jones doesn't want to trade him to Houston. Because <laughs> it's the same state. Same state. I mean, right. what if they do better? What if they win the Super Bowl? They're I mean, not even in the same conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the logic of Or how about this there, Jerry Jones? What if you meet him in the Super Bowl? How I think about the that? the idea is if Romo takes off and Houston takes off with him, mm-hmm. you lose market share. I, 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 mean, don't, I don't believe fear. it. I don't no, believe it'll yeah. happen. Yeah. But that's I the don't. fear, I think. How many... Jones is getting up there. He's weird fears. Well, he's just a weird dude. Um, you don't lose market share in Pennsylvania. You no, the, you have the Eagles and the. Uh, That's because every time we play them, we stomp them. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, Not all part with the but Jets. But, but they have six. Never beat us. They have six fucking rings, so. Yeah, they do. Big <laughs> they deal. Win. Brady has five. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Nah, it just shows that yeah. Brady's a special player. That it'd be an insult if he's not voted unanimously, a hundred percent to the Hall of Fame. Man, if we could just take. Put the tapes back to before the Super Bowl when I was saying goat, 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 and you were like, "Oh, he's not the greatest, Joe Montana." No, Joe Montana never said that. So Joe Montana was the argument that people make, and they always will about the greatest. But the problem with Joe Montana was he had Jerry Rice his whole career, who was using the stick him by the way. Man, yeah. well, all right. So uh, what cool else we Joe got? Jim? Always cool Joe in the playoffs. What else we got? Anything else? Uh, you know, with the free agency, it is what it is. You, again, you need to get a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can't. Completely stock your cornerbacks from the draft. No, you need to have it's a, a veteran deep out there. Class, but it's not that deep. No, no class is ever going to be deep enough to where you can just start two rookies. And it's not a singular need for us. There are other teams out there that need these. Oh, guys. absolutely. I mean, so, hence the four or five corners are going to come off the board. Or maybe not four or five. We'll maybe see. maybe two or three. They come off before us. We'll see. A couple weeks ago, Dalvin Cook was a top five guy. Now he might not go in the first round. Yeah, because of the character issues and his shoulder and this. Can't hang on to the ball. That too. But, but then again, I was showing you. We yeah, had this you, discussion. You said five fumbles isn't a lot in two years, but things like that. And over four hundred touches. You got to put that into perspective, right? But we're talking a fumble every eighty touches. You also got to remember things like this tend to amplify when you go into the pro. I get it. I'm, I'm, so instead of five and Jim, two, I, I didn't say this was a good stat. Yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I looked at Zeke's fucking stats. No fumbles in college. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, Cook had seven fumbles, but two of them he recovered. Right. Or they recovered. His team recovered. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about, you know, but again, we got a whole month to do this. Right. I mean, seven in two years could turn into 21 in two years in the pros. Then look at Tiki Barber. Once he re- figured it out to hold it the way he was holding it. He became a different player. Yeah, you know, I watched Tiki Barber for years before I realized it was Rondé. I was looking <laughs> at the wrong guy. Well, you just got to remember, the one take takes handoffs, the other intercepts Donovan McNabb. Right. There it that, is. That's how it is. Beautiful. 
So all that time we were looking for a wide receiver when McNabb was here. He was right there in Tampa Bay the whole time. <laughs> Barber Brothers mm. killed us, both of them. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much where we're at. Uh, congratulations to you, to myself, to my oh, darling right. Vicky. This was our tenth show. Awesome! Congratulations. There we go. We made it. We did. Yeah, maybe we're on we need some way. credentials for something now. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Hopefully we survive for ten more. There we go. <laughs> now nah, we'll keep on trucking no matter what. One uh, thing I did want to bring up, just real, real quick. Sure. And it's the internet sensation right now. Oh, no. No. You're on your own. What? I don't bother. This is ridiculous stuff. Go ahead. We need justice for Brad's wife. Yep. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. It's so weird. It's so funny, dude. It's just funny. Like, I, you told me about it. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> look it up. It's some jabroni out in Jabroni'sville. Indiana. His wife got fired, and that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, from, she got fired from a cracker barrel after 11 years of service, and the store didn't fire her. Corporate fired her. Yeah. And they didn't tell her why. They don't have to. I don't care. It's But all the people commenting on their page. Is, now, where was it? Iowa? Indiana? Indiana. One of these backwaters? Yeah. It, uh, uh, it's funny. Come on. Is that will employment stays? Oh, I don't know. Because if they are, then no, they don't have to tell her at all. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the the end of that of on the, the non. Uh, it's just funny, man. I mean, it's it for all the the crap that goes on in this world. And we were talking, I think, before about that uh, the cash me outside girl and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It sucks that this lady lost her job. Sure, but the response has been hilarious. It's, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's um, not like the end of the world. It, it, it's just a funny story. You know who does have a job? Mark Sanchez. Yeah, got you know, signed by the Chicago. Bears. Yeah. Maybe back it up, Glennon. And those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers. They, they put out a meme from uh, Pedro and uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And, and they were calling it Glennon. No, 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 that motherfuckers. That's ours. We got our foals back. That's right. You know? We're the Ginger Warriors. You got the Ginger Warriors. That's it. All right, brother. So our 10th show is going to be a little bit of an abbreviated one. Better uh, than that. No, nah, we're good. We're good. All right, well, we'll probably cut this up and whatever, but sure. all good to me. Again, congratulations to you, too. Hey, man. A lot of hard work by you, and especially congratulations to Vicky. Absolutely. She makes this thing go round and round. This thing wouldn't be without her. Exactly. It would just be two assholes uh, drinking beer and talking sport. But it wouldn't sound as good. It wouldn't sound as no, good. nearly as good. nearly uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, None of that stuff. Uh, so we do owe Vicky a big thank you, and uh, hopefully she keeps that in. And from there, uh, why don't you go ahead and take us home, Jim? All right, man. I mean, you know, next week we're going to be doing a... WrestleMania, you know, roundup. Yeah. We'll be uh, talking about who's going to win there. It's it's, it's going to be a long segment. That's a long card, man. Yeah. Uh, we got UFC 2010, Daniel Cormier versus Rumble Johnson 2 coming up. We'll be talking about that. The Flyers, the season, I don't think it's going to be over, but, but it's there's be nine over. games left. It's over. So uh, we might have a better idea on whether uh, how, how, how on life support they are, if there's still brain activity. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure they don't have brain activity at the moment. But. Yeah, well, they won last night. Till then, everybody have a safe week, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Great play! That was a great play by the cornerback. Game is over, but the Fisticuffs apparently aren't.